The events of that day were to lead to one of the most bizarre crimes in the annals of American history. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to the Rotten Celluloid Podcast. I am your host, Richie Rotten, and with me, my co-host... Oh, shit, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> I don't know why I blanked out. Fuck it, we'll do it live. Um, we'll do it live. Right, we'll do it live. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I don't know what the fuck happened there. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh, okay, good times. Okay. Good times. <laughs> All right. So my boy Oscar. <laughs> yeah. How you doing, I'm here, bro? I'm good, bro. How are you? <laughs> good, good, man. Just got back from LA. We went to check out a couple of cool spots out there. Um, if you're ever in Burbank, please swing by. Check out Blast from the Past. It's this really dope action figure shop that they have out there. Also, we we uh, we stopped by uh, Slashback Video. Those of you who are familiar with the yes. art exhibit that uh, the Mystery Museum and the Bearded Lady had a couple years ago, they've actually established mm-hmm. an actual year-round art exhibit for it. It's fucking dope. If you're mm-hmm. into that whole '80s vibe, please go check it out. Slashback Video. Um, but yeah, man, just been kind of chilling, you know. I watched a really shitty horror movie, which we're going to talk about in a little bit. Yeah, for real. <laughs> what you get into this weekend, man? Oh, man, I'm telling you, I got into it. Um, I was telling you earlier, I watched like a bunch of movies uh-huh. this weekend. It looks like everything dropped this weekend. Like yes. uh, right now, I'm currently in the middle of watching The King's Men, the the one that came out late last year. Yes, that movie's uh, awesome. Yeah, that one's pretty good. I don't, I, I mean, I'm still kind of like an hour in. Mm-hmm. So, so far, so good. So I'll let you know once I finish it. Yeah. But it yeah. looks pretty good so far. Have you uh, seen the two previous this ones? Movie. Uh, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, I've seen uh, the original when it came out. That one was fucking sick. That was like everything that we needed at that time. Because I think at that time, the uh, the only spy movie we had was the most recent James Bond movies. Very true. And uh, yeah, and this one was more fun. You know, whereas the James Bond movies were more on the serious side, this was more like on the fun side. So, Absolutely. Yeah, I enjoyed the original and the sequel. I wasn't a huge fan of. I didn't really like that movie, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. And then um, this one, I'm liking it a lot so far. Okay. So I'm gonna good, get back good, to you good. on that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just saw a couple other things. I've been watching this Netflix show mm-hmm. um, from Korea. I think it's called uh, "All of Us Are Gonna Die." I think it's called like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you you seen like trailers and stuff about it, right? I have. I haven't haven't had a chance to sit down and watch it, but it looks it looks interesting. You're gonna like it, dude. Yeah, yeah you're gonna like it for for real. Like, I honestly can't give that enough praise because um, so far, like, it doesn't even start off slow, which I love. You know, you kind of establish all the characters mm-hmm. in the first episode within the first, I want to say, ten to fifteen minutes. Yeah, and then it just goes balls to the wall from there, and it. As an interesting premise, the zombies are really cool. Nice. They're doing a great job, and I really love like how they made these zombies different. You know, so they they're really really doing a good job with that one. So I like that. Awesome! I'm gonna have to check that out. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, Korea is killing it right now. Yeah, you know, it's funny enough. Um, 
when I first saw the trailer, it gave me like really strong Train to Busan vibes. And yeah. I fucking yeah. love that movie. So I was like, okay, I got to check this shit out. But I just haven't had a chance yeah. to sit down and just binge it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, no. And uh, with Train to Busan, I was like one of those late dudes uh, getting to it. Uh-huh. I had only kind of seen like glimpses of it, like online. Like you would see like Watch Mojo and then they'd say, oh, one of the best uh, zombie movies, like in the top 10 or whatever. And right. I was like, oh. Okay, yeah, but I guess I just never gave it a shot. And then my fiance was like, "No, um, she had a friend that showed her like I think uh, the first few minutes of the movie. She got into it. She was like, you you should watch it. You're really gonna like it.' And we watched it together, and we loved it. We showed it to our family, and they loved it. So yeah, yeah. And it's funny because in this one, the the Netflix show, mm-hmm. they do mention that they're all like, it's like fucking training the boost on outside. Oh, so it's it's a it's a world within. Okay, that's awesome. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it is like world within world, uh, and they—I uh, think they even mentioned Romero at one point too. It's like, didn't you see that movie? What's his name? Like uh, Ro- Romario or something like that. They—they <laughs> they, like uh, purposely say it like that. It was cute. It's really cute. Oh yeah, I'm gonna get on that. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna like it. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. So mm-hmm. the reason we're here today, um, so soon after our last episode. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! What the. F- fuck happened <laughs> what, I i'm mean, glad you said it man. <laughs> what the fuck and, so. okay so wait, bro. <laughs> first of all to everybody and the movie we're reviewing today is the 2022 texas chainsaw massacre okay it came out on netflix on february 18th that was uh this friday that just mm-hmm. passed so a little backstory with this movie People, fans of the Chainsaw Massacre uh, film series, we've been waiting for this film for a while. Yes. We hadn't got one since Leatherface, which was a semi-prequel from Lionsgate in 2017. And um, it was fine. I don't know uh, if you've seen that one, bro. Have you catched that one yet? So I have to confess, um, I have never been a huge fan of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre series. Um, I've seen them all. Uh, begrudgingly, mm-hmm. I, I rent them because he's just—it's part of of you know the genre. But I've never been a fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I, okay. I really enjoy no, the fair, second fair one, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna get crucified for this, but I fucking enjoy the the uh, the reboots. I really like the reboots. But, yeah, you know, and uh, honestly, I don't think that you deserve to get crucified for that because uh, if if that's the case, then sign me up too because I'm <laughs> one of those that enjoyed it too. I. I uh, Again, I, I know this sounds awful, but when I first saw the the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, mm-hmm. I didn't see the original. I saw the remake. Mm. And yeah, that's how I first saw it. Because right. what? It's like 03. Yeah. And uh, yeah. my cousins and I were all hanging out. We were at the, my, my family's house, you know, getting together like we always do. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody brought it. We checked it out. It scared the shit out of me. You were what? It, maybe it 10, 11 when that came out? Or something you... like that yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah no i was pretty young yeah i was like on the younger side for sure but um but you know like my my parents my my parents were pretty uh they were pretty cool about it at that point already yeah so yeah they were they were okay about me watching that one especially we were in a group and at that point i had been sneaking movies and they saw that and they were like ah, what's the <laughs> point you know right <laughs> so they were like that but yeah i did catch the remake first and I'm with you. I, I did enjoy it. And I did enjoy the prequel to that remake. Yeah. Which I thought was pretty good, too. Yeah, but too. I do. I do understand 
where the hardcore fans come from because mm-hmm. the original the texas chainsaw massacre from 1974 yeah that is a masterpiece i have to admit like it, it is like a true horror masterpiece because it is horrifying in every fucking sense of the word Absolutely. and there's so much into it right yeah yeah no i could yeah, yeah. It, it, it was one of those ones when i saw the first one um and i know mm-hmm. many people have seen this or have said this um it, it the way it was filmed, it's very gorilla style and it's very gritty. Uh, it mm-hmm. almost feels like a documentary. Now I don't know if that was done on right. purpose, but when mm-hmm. you finally see um, Leatherface uh, mm-hmm. kill one of the first teens and with the with the uh, with the the tenderizing mallet and pulls him through the door, right? Holy yeah. shit! I was like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. Uh, the, the, yeah. And the first one, it's like I said, it's very, very, it's such a good fucking film. Um, yeah. They just lost yeah. me with the sequels is what it was. Absolutely. I get what you're saying, too, because uh, I've had that reaction, too. And I, I've noticed that out of all the the slasher kings, mm-hmm. because Leatherface is on that mantle, mm-hmm. he is the one that's had the worst sequels. The worst rap on every single one has yeah. progressively gotten worse and worse. Whereas the other ones have had highs and lows, he's he's definitely gotten the short end of the stick. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, and yeah. I, I don't know if that's and due I completely to, understand. Yeah, I don't know if that's due to the fact that they just don't know how to address the character or the fa- the Sawyer family as a whole, or mm-hmm. I mean, they just have not been able to knock it out the park. I mean, the 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 best yeah. so far that I've seen has been, like you said, the two thousand three uh uh. A remake um mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. i mean the third one leatherface was fucking horrible um <laughs> the next generation with matthew mcconaughey uh was <laughs> laughably bad <laughs> he was having a fun time though he really was he really was you could tell he was enjoying himself You're um, right. yeah but yeah like it, it just it's never been like a, a a huge part of like let's say uh my my world when it comes to to horror aside from mm, the second that's one, fair the second one i i yeah. watch it all the time because it's so fucking yeah. goofy um mm-hmm. and it's just fun it's dark it's crazy yeah. um i know that uh um, dennis hopper's in it yeah dennis hopper's fucking bat- balls to the wall fucking nuts in that film Oh yeah, yeah. Um, he went, he went so fucking far in that role. Like, I, I don't know how the hell they got him for that, but that was awesome. Yeah, that was pretty cool, man. That was pretty cool, and it yeah. was a canon yeah. film. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that's the funny thing is that with most of these, you don't know what's canon and what's not. But, but from what I've heard, number two is still canon in almost every single one, minus the remake. No, I apologize. I didn't mean canon as in a canon to the story. I meant the production company, Canon Films. Um, oh, okay, the, okay. The yeah. super low budget production company from the 1980s. Um, that mm-hmm. was one of their films. Oh, and it okay. always blows my mind that they were able to get that made the way it was because it was fucking batshit. Yeah, crazy. yeah, it's true. Yeah, because uh, especially for that that character at mm-hmm. that point, I think. Well, actually, I guess maybe it's because he wasn't really that popular yet you know mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. was kind of underground like he did and the the movie itself was really big around the horror community but ask anybody like who went to go see that movie like right. at that time 
Right. People fucking despised it. Like it was yeah. one of those hated movies where it was just like this is disgusting and you know, I'm surprised that he didn't almost get arrested. Uh, Toby Hooper, the director, right. you know, because, yeah, because I've heard that people thought that he really killed these kids. Yeah. 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 And they were nobodies, too. They weren't even actors. Most of them, they were like uh, friends or something. And they, and they uh, they wanted to do acting. So he brought them along and the camera, even for that original movie, he I think he borrowed it from from a college from Texas College or something like that. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. 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 And then, of course, um, they went to go film in Texas, and it was like the middle of summer, mm-hmm. and it was just balls hot. Like, you would not believe, apparently, they would say how fucking hot it was. Like, in the shade, it was just burning, you know? And they, and I guess that reflected onto the film because everyone looked miserable. Yeah. Yeah. And, you, you could see. Yeah. It. Oh yeah, yeah, you could totally see it. And then um the same with the scene. Like uh there's there's a scene where I forget her name, but one of the girl one of the actually um the first girl to die mm-hmm. because of Leatherface. She um walks into the house looking for uh, for the boyfriend, the first guy to get uh to get taken out by the by the hammer. Yeah. So she goes in, she falls into this kind of like den mm-hmm. and it's covered in you know, animal carcasses and right, bones and shit right. like that. And I heard the smell. Yeah. You would not fucking believe. Like I heard that people were puking like on a daily yeah. because of that smell. And and yeah. it was all through and the house so too. The house, the rest of the house smelled really bad from my understanding. Oh my God. Yeah. I can't even imagine dude. <laughs> like super fucking hot. And that just kind of permeates the whole house, you know, with the smell of dead bodies, yeah. you know, of animals and stuff. Yeah. Holy shit. Like I can't, you know that that shit would make me like just nauseous just thinking about that, you oh, know. Yeah. But yeah, man. but yeah. Um. Anyways, though, but like we were saying, yeah, I I understand what you mean by that though with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre series because mm-hmm. it ha it is one of those where it's just it can't seem to fucking get what that first one got right, and I yeah. think really it's two reasons. One. I think it's because that first one was a complete accident, how good it was, mm-hmm. you know? I don't think that they went intending to make anything amazing. They just did a really good job for some reason, you know? Right. I think sometimes having a shitty production kind of, e- like, equals a good movie, weirdly enough. Sometimes that just happens. You yeah. Because, um, well, because, I mean, same thing happened with Halloween, right? True. He, you know, John Carpenter didn't have anything for that movie nothing i mean even the the mask it was a complete accident that that's iconic yeah i mean the, fir- and the first I think friday that that's as the well. same goes you're right yeah the first friday as well and the only route the only thing that that first friday had going for it was two things one they had really really great special effects because of tom savini right so that was their big get yeah. And uh two was that they had that twist at the end. Yes. And yes. and that was like a huge thing for them, you know. So obviously they made a lot of money and that was that. But with Texas, I feel like he went in, he he told this story, you know, and it was fucked up and it was so cool, but even he admitted he's like I don't know how it is that I got it right because he went in intending to make a comedy. He thought it was funny. What the fuck? <laughs> right? Yeah. Adobe Hooper said that like numerous, numerous times. He said that he thought it was funny. He thought it was a comedy. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck this dude thinks is funny, but that was not funny. That shit was scary. That you know? is a dark ass terrifying. fucking comedy. 
Really though, yeah, I'm like, geez, man, like <laughs> that's a very strange sense of humor. But he went in thinking that, so I just think that it's one of those accidental type of yeah. classics. And and I think it, this one actually kind of stands by that because it never got done again, like in a well, in a really good way. And then the um the other thing that I think makes it like one of those movies that nobody can get right is that for some reason they like to focus on Leatherface yeah. as like this serial killer main guy. When in actuality, the first movie, and even the second one, which is pretty good, like you mentioned, I, I actually enjoy that one. Yeah. But it focuses on the family. Yeah. And that's the thing. He's just kind of like their guard dog. You know? He's he's iconic because of us, because the fans. Yeah, you know we we made him iconic. You know he is like this huge horror icon now that everybody loves. But in actuality, in the movies, he was not that important. Now he, he, was, was, he just, was pretty much the muscle to the Sawyer family. Exactly. Yeah, and and it's even sadder than that because if you watch the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, mm-hmm. he um he almost seems really sad and scared about what's happening. You know, like mm-hmm. you, you know, uh, I think it was uh, what was it? Was it the the second guy? No, the third guy comes in. So I, I don't remember any of their names, to be honest with you. All I remember from the original is Sally, because, mm-hmm. you know, obviously she's the final girl. But the third guy comes in, and he gets freaked out because he opens the fridge, and he sees the girl that got taken out uh, second. Yeah, She wakes up and kind of does this, like, ah, type of scared thing, right? Mm-hmm. He runs, and then um, Leatherface grabs him and takes him out, puts the girl back in the fridge. And then he goes to sit in the corner, like, near the window. And you can see him, like, smacking his head. Like, he's, like, almost like he's contemplating, what the fuck am I doing? Like, what the fuck? Like, all of this shit is going to shit, you know? And it's like he's, like, he's just doing this because he knows if he doesn't do it, he's going to get in trouble with his brothers. Which is the twist later we find out that his brothers are the hitchhiker and uh, the gas attendant right. who is uh, who's Drayton. His name is Drayton, the, the cook. So later you find out he's kind of like in this really abusive relationship where he, even though he's the strongest and he's like the guy who has the weapon and this and that, he he's just following what his family's telling him to do. Yeah. And, and you can see that. That was one of the things that like watching again the series in retrospect now that I'm older. Um, mm-hmm. And I think I mentioned this to you before in private. I feel mm-hmm. like Leatherface is somewhat on the spectrum. Yeah, right. Uh, some for, uh, and I know people tend to use that a lot, like, oh, the character's autistic, but I genuinely feel that way. Um, and mm-hmm. one of the key things that meant that kind of highlighted that for me was one, his reaction whenever he quote unquote dropped the ball, he would mm-hmm. have like a fit. And then obviously at the end, when Sally gets away, spoilers, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and he starts spinning the chainsaw and, and yelling. That to mm-hmm. me was like, oh, he's have he's he's autistic, right? So that would kind of right. explain why him being the physically imposing and stronger one of the family, he gets so taken advantage of by the rest of the family because he, you know, he's he's on the spectrum. Um, mm-hmm. I remember in a couple of the films they kept bringing up that oh, he's a good boy, he's a good boy, and that's how right. they treat him like he's a child. Um, yeah. Yeah, I do, I do see that a lot. Yeah, and he he is like from what I've um 
from if you follow the the series, he is the youngest. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think his uh, in the in the original series, the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre series. I think from one to two. I'm I'm not sure about three. Honestly, I haven't seen that one too many times, so right. I have to rewatch it. But right. from one to two, his name is Bubba. Mm-hmm. I think Sawyer, and he's the youngest of their clan. So. It was the matriarch, which was the grandmother, and in that one, she's obviously, you know, dead, like, well, well, like, skeleton, you know, dead and gone. Yeah. Um, and they seem to idolize their grandfather, who in the original movie is basically uh, dead, too. I mean, well, technically, he's alive. Like, he, he was still, you know, breathing and shit, but he's become so, uh, like gone you know like he's like a wrinkled mess right yeah something like that that he he i mean you would just mistake him for a dead body at that point true you know true and they they all look up to him so something tells me that this shit had been going on for so long that that dude was the one who taught them all and then it was the the cook drayton who's the oldest brother and then it was the hitchhiker, who's the second brother. Yeah. And then uh, in the second movie, you learn, oh, there was another brother, and that was uh, Chop Top. And it looks like I think this dude was like kind of out and about doing his shit during the the whole first movie. Yeah. So and and then they all look to this guy, the um, Leatherface. He's kind of their hunter. Yeah. You know, he protects the house and he hunts down anybody they need to because if he doesn't do what they say. They beat on him because Drayton, that's what he did when he came home in the original and mm-hmm. they brought Sally back. He was like, he wasn't even really concerned about much except that, look what you did to the door, you know? Right. And yeah, then he that. said that the reason being was because he asked him, did anyone else get away? Did anyone else see anything? Yeah. And, you know, Leatherface was nodding like, no, 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 no I got everybody. You know, everybody's here. So anybody else in a good family would be like, oh, good job. You know, that's really great. Not him though. He he immediately pointed out something that he could still hit him or like belittle him. Yeah, and that was the door because he had torn down the door trying to chase uh, Sally. Before. Right, right. Yeah. So so you're right. It it is like one of those type of relationships where if you had someone who was on the spectrum or even somebody who's just kind of like mentally abused from a very young age, that's how he acts. You know, it's like somebody who's just like, I just want to do everything right. Because my family, if not, they're going to take it out on me, you know? Even though he's the strongest one. True, true, true. Yeah. Which leads us into the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. Yes, and with that being said, folks, if you have Mm -hmm. not seen the new film and wish to see the new film, stop the episode here. It's very spoiler-heavy. We're going to be going over a bunch of stuff. So we're going to give you to the count of five. Five, four, three, two, one. Are they gone? They're gone? Okay. Cool. Fuck this movie. <laughs> On so many levels. So it's, yeah, so it's safe to say your grade is what? Like an F oh or my a zero? God. Um, <laughs> so I went into this um, mm-hmm. I went into this expecting I, I don't know what I was expecting something awesome just because um, like we mentioned before Fede Alvarez is behind it and he's mm-hmm. you know he's been doing this thing for a while. I mean look at the 2013 mm-hmm. Evil Dead film right? Um, mm-hmm. And look yeah. at don't uh, don't breathe. That was another fucking phenomenal mm-hmm. flick. So you know mm-hmm. you kind of expect that kind of level, mind you. He's not the director, but he's he's attached. Mm-hmm. You know, you put your name on something, mm-hmm. you would think you know it, it's going to be on that level. And then the trailer comes out, 
And uh, my attention to detail kind of keeps me sometimes from enjoying things. But one of the first Mm -hmm. things that I picked up on was the horrible, horrible CGI field of sunflowers scene where his head (laughs) just kind of pops up out of nowhere. Like, Mm -hmm. like, like a superimposed shot. And I was like, what the fuck was that? Please tell me that's not finished. I was like, whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, saw the trailer, looked decent. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. we're going to check this out. I'm going to, you know, whatever. So mm-hmm. put the movie on. It's a Netflix exclusive. And holy crap, dude. Like, there's so much that they did wrong with this film. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like some of the tropes, which were kind of brought in by the 2018 Halloween film, uh, yes. that they use in this yeah. film are already tired tropes. Yes, I agree. And really only Halloween can pull that off because they're the ones who brought it back into the scene. Um, mm-hmm. And yes, the kills are amazing. I will commend them for that. Um, the first mm-hmm. kill, uh, I had to rewind because I was like, what the fuck just happened? Uh, where he snaps well, That shit came out of nowhere. Yeah, where he snaps the guy's freaking wrist and uses the wrist bone <laughs> to stab him in the fucking face. That's that, fucking creative. I'll give him that. That was fucking creative. I was like, okay, <laughs> that's fucking cool. I want more of that. Um, yeah. yeah. And like you kind of saw the whole where they were playing off the 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 Texas dude, the the whole hillbilly, the whole um, they did like the whole hillbilly trope where he's got the giant truck and he's got a gun, and then you can kind of tell he's gonna be a, one of the main protagonists. You're like, okay, right. he's yeah, gonna be dude. one of the main dudes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he fucking bends his leg backwards and you're like, holy shit. <laughs> what the oh, fuck? Um, yeah. But, but like I said, the kills were cool. Um, mm-hmm. uh, one of the actresses whose name escapes me at the moment with the curly hair, she was a little too woke for me. Right. It, to the point where it got a little fucking annoying. I was just like, dude, I, I get what you're doing. Cool. It's awesome. It has nothing to do with the fucking film. I agree. Um, and I, then I, this movie was uh, eight years too late, I think. Yes. Um, yeah, on that whole woke, whole woke bandwagon shit. Definitely is, man. Had it come yeah. out like you said about eight years ago, it would have killed. Mm-hmm. It would have killed, yeah. even though it's uh, short. Um, yeah, it felt like the runtime was really short. Um, there was times where it felt like it was dragging. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I agree. And typically, you won't catch me on my phone, especially if I'm watching uh, mm-hmm. a horror film, and more specifically, if I'm watching mm-hmm. one of these legacy films. And mm-hmm. right towards the third act, I caught myself on my phone twice, and I'm like, "Dude, that's Ooh, not good." Okay, like you're already, you're pulling me out of the film. Um, what I thought was the funniest, but could have really done without, was the massacre inside the bus. Like the whole, you mean the whole uh, yeah do anything and you're canceled bro i was like get the fuck out of here dude right yeah no dude i i gotta be honest with you man um, that right there was when i saw the trailer uh-huh. i'm like you when i when i watch trailers they they do something for me where it's gonna impact how i feel about the movie right when i saw that scene in the trailer that was where i was like oh this movie's gonna be bad it's gonna <laughs> suck yeah because no nobody would put that in an actual realistically trying to make a good sequel to the texas chainsaw massacre exactly because that's stupid 
Yeah, dude, it was and, so bad. Yeah, that, that's fucking stupid, dude. And I know that if I saw a giant man in the middle of nowhere where I've never been before holding a chainsaw and he had a fucked up face, even if I couldn't tell that it was made out of, like, a human face, mm-hmm. there's no hell the first thing I do is take out my phone. <laughs> exactly. I run to the back. I'm running to the back, dude. I'm running to the back and I'm busting the window to get the fuck out of there because that is the dumbest fucking thing that you can do. Like I, I get where they were trying to go with it, but it was like, no, dude, that just no, no. Yeah. And then not to like take away from the actress or whatnot, but mm-hmm. them trying to follow the path of Halloween again with the whole bringing back Sally, and she's like this badass, just like with the whole, um, mm-hmm. with the whole Laurie Strode thing. I was like, okay, uh, I'll follow you. They, mm-hmm. they they played her out to, you know, she's going to, you know, uh, what is it? Evil dies tonight from the second one, right? And then, oh, yeah, that, bam, that whole line. And he runs through her with a chainsaw. I was like, what the fuck? Easily. Easily. She, they, and uh, that's what I'm saying, man. Like, that that was so fucking disrespectful, even. It was to, a waste. To, um, yeah, to people who enjoy the the Sally character and the the Chainsaw series as a whole, or maybe just even the first one. Like what? Like you you bring her back to kill her like that? And and, and it wasn't even in a meaningful way because okay, all right, you're gonna bring her back and you want to be ballsy and kill her off, kill her mm-hmm. off in a significant way. Like her death meant nothing to the nothing. to the trajectory of the film. Not at all. Aside from I mean, giving... he tossed her aside like garbage, too. <laughs> yeah. Aside from giving one of the girls a, ch- a fucking shotgun, there was no purpose yeah. to her even showing up. Yeah. Oh, and speaking of that shotgun, so check this out, mm-hmm. man. Like, I, um, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you finish your point, and then I'm going to point out all these things that pissed me off about the movie. But one thing. Yeah. When she was loading her shotgun, I noticed something. And uh-huh. I'm not a huge gun enthusiast or anything, but I do know what a shell looks like. Right. And I know the difference between rock salt. She was loading rock salt in her shotgun. <laughs> and I'm like, well, no wonder you're not taking this fucker out. Like, it's not real. It's not a real bullet, essentially. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you could really kill somebody if you dumb them. But if you don't, then, I mean, especially a big ass dude like him. There's no fucking way. Yeah, yeah. I mean... (laughs) Yeah, and my theory is that I think what they had done was that they originally... Because I think this movie was supposed to be longer. It's 81 minutes with credits. So it's a pretty short-ass movie. And it it really starts, like, immediately. Really, though. Yeah, it hits the ground running. I think... Yeah, yeah. And I think what what, what happened was that they originally were going to have a scene where she had rock salt and she was going to shoot him and take him out like enough to knock him out. Yeah. And then take his ass somewhere, like maybe to his house, which does show up in the post credit scene. Yes. Spoilers. Um, and then she was going to reenact the same scene from the original movie, but with him sitting in her seat and she's sitting in his seat or something like that, you know, because I saw that and I was like, what the fuck? Why does she have rock salt? Like, you know, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I kind of had the same thought process. Like, she's she's got to be trying to fucking capture this dude. Yeah. Like, if you're going to come, just like if if you're going to come after Michael Myers, like, you prepare, prepare. Yeah. Um, Yeah, exactly. And it's just like, she just, 
I don't know, dude. Like she, she, she went swinging for the fences, but she did not come prepared to take this dude on. Um, not at all. Not like, at all, dude. She was like, she came in with one fucking gun with not enough ammo and not good ammo either. And then, and she, she got taken out like a punk, you know, yeah. for somebody who had been training all those years, that sucked. Yeah. Yeah. No, he would have been you know? getting 50 cows for me, dude. Fuck that. I'm not getting nowhere near for that monster. Sure. Fuck that, dude. I'm not going nowhere near him, man. If anything, I would have had a fucking sniper rifle, and I would have just been, like, 50 feet away or some shit like that. Like, I'm not going near that, dude. (laughs) She remembers that guy. I, You know, I would remember if some dude like that had me, you know? Yeah. yeah. I I would not go anywhere near that dude's vicinity. But anyways, like I said, uh, I want you to finish your point because I I got a lot of those fucking... uh, no, those problems. I mean, that was pretty much it. There was one other thing because of my years working with chainsaws that mm-hmm. even my uh, my best friend Dill, our producer, he uh, he mentioned mm-hmm. that fucking chainsaw was sitting in that wall for at least the past forty years. Yeah, there's no way it's gonna fucking start up. <laughs> that that <laughs> gas that gas that was sitting uh, in that tank was all fucking bad because you know gas goes bad. It does go bad, yeah. So, so yeah, I heard there's no that. fucking way that shit was not gonna start. He had a better he tried, chance. Of- though. He sure as hell tried when he first got it out. He's <laughs> trying to start that shit up, you know. And I was like, that's not gonna start. Even <laughs> I do that, and I'm not a handyman or nothing. I'm like, I've never used the chainsaw, but I'm yeah. like, there's no fucking way in hell that thing is gonna start. That shit was hilarious to me. I was like, oh my god, fuck <laughs> this movie, fuck this movie. For I real, f- I feel bad for everybody for involved. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of the actors were great. The gentleman who played Leatherface was on point, but mm-hmm. oh my god, I don't know if it was a studio that butchered it. I don't know if it was. I, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck happened. What the fuck happened? There Somebody a, tell me. There was a lot of problems behind the scenes. I'm not. I'm not like really privy to what exactly happened, but uh-huh. I've heard that there was a lot of issues. Like I think really? that at first, yeah, yeah. First, first things first. I heard that. Uh, Fede Alvarez was actually going to direct it originally, mm-hmm. but then something happened. I guess there was like uh, some issue where they didn't, he didn't like how it was going and the franchise rights or something, something. And then all of a sudden he was like, no, 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 no. I'm going to like write a story and somebody else can direct it. So, you know, it's as far as he could be removed, I guess. Oh, um, damn. They were going to film in Texas because this is pulling the Halloween 2018 where it's a direct sequel to the original. So yes. they wiped out every other movie in the in the continuity. Mm-hmm. There is no more Texas Chainsaw Massacres 2 through whatever. Mm-hmm. It's all the original 1974 and then this one. So they did they did that. They copied the the Halloween franchise uh, yeah. thing now. And uh with that, it was supposed to be like a really big moment because Sally was going to come back they were going to film in Texas. Mm-hmm. It didn't work out with Texas. Um, the original actress for Sally Hardesty, she passed away in 2014. Right. Everything that could have gone wrong went wrong for this movie. And then I guess originally it was even going to be released in theaters, but they had so little faith that they uh, they decided to just release it on Netflix, which Jeez. is what everybody said anyways online. Everybody was like, it's going to be online, so that means that it's probably really bad. And, you know, that happens sometimes, but I had faith. Then you watch the movie. And uh, <laughs> so the plot of this movie is it takes place 50 years after the original. Right. So Sally escapes and Leatherface is just gone. 
50 years later, they're in this abandoned Texas town right. called Harlow. And these, um, I get these, these entrepreneurs, I guess you can call them. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what the fuck they were, honestly. But they, uh, they came to this little town and they're basically going to gentrify it. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I thought that was creative, honestly, because uh, I remember watching the original. That's kind of the point of the original movie was that in 1974, these guys, the um, the Sawyer clan, mm-hmm. they were pissed about what was their version of gentrification right. because they used to work in the slaughterhouse. Right. And they would kill the, the cows and everything that they would kill in there manually. Then they started developing more humane ways of doing that. So yeah. they were taking away jobs because you required it less and less, you know? Right. And they felt like, oh, um, we're being replaced and people don't care about us. So we're going to do what we have to to survive. And they were already crazy. So they turned to cannibalism, which I thought was creative because they're basically just modernizing it for now. Yeah. Which is that this little town is going to get, you know, gentrified and, you know, it's the same things happening again, but they didn't really go that way. And then what happens is that this dude is living with this lady. Now, one thing, bro, who the fuck is this lady? Right. <laughs> right. That, that was my first huge question. I was like, okay, where the fuck are we? Cause we were in Texas and this is a town car Harlow. And I was like, okay, wait a minute. In the original, I remember that there was people, but not that much in right. this little ass town. Right. Right. And I was like, wait, okay, so is this the town that they were in at first, like in the first five minutes? And and then like nobody was there. And I was like, okay, well, obviously we're not going to be here the whole time. The whole movie takes place in this little town that we've never seen before. Yeah. There's this orphanage where this lady is living there who is getting kicked out because apparently these new uh, comers, these new uh, young young people are going to take over the town yeah they uh they said they own the the house now right and the whole time i'm wondering who the fuck is this lady yeah and who the fuck is this young guy because again this movie takes place 50 years after the original movie right that movie took place in 1974 that would mean the Leatherface would be pushing 80 and i'm like At who least. the fuck is this young dude yeah and it turns out that he was Leatherface the whole time. And I, and I, I told my fiance, I was like, wait a minute. This can't be Leatherface. This dude is way too spry, yeah. way too young looking to be Leatherface from 1974. Yeah, because he was you already know? grown, grown in 1974. Yeah, yeah, man. He was already grown. But aside from that, it didn't make any sense because yeah. if he's already going to be 80, that's not what an 80 year old looks like. You know, even a fit one that that was way too young, and he was moving way too quick. That dude could outrun me. That's that uh, people meet diet. That's what keeps him. Shit, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe I gotta get on that. But damn, I was like, this dude looks great for his fucking uh, age. You know, so that that happens. Already, I'm kind of confused. I'm like, wait, who is this lady? Never mentioned who she was. Apparently, that's his mother, but. He didn't have a mother right. in the original. So I'm like, okay. And then he comes back and he just starts killing people like indiscriminately. And I don't really pick up on why. I know why he's chasing the main girl. Right. Because uh, he kind of blames her for his mother dying. And, right. Uh, right. So that's what I picked up on that. But I was like, wait a minute. So you're chasing her because you blame your mother for dying. 
and then uh, he he kind of like starts going after everybody in his vicinity. He starts turning into Jason, you know, or or uh, Michael, because that's yeah. what they do. Yeah, right. It's basically what they do. They turned him into Jason or Michael, where anybody in his eyesight is going to get killed. Whereas with Leatherface, I always felt like that's not what he does. You know, yeah. he's always doing what he does for his family's sake. It's like they never so watched the other films. Exactly. That's what it felt like. It yeah. felt like somebody didn't watch the other films and didn't understand it. And they never addressed anything. Where was Drayton? I mean, he'd be dead by now. Yeah, but where was he? Where was his other family members? He used to have a lot of brothers. Some some were younger than him. So I'm like, where are these people? Like, who the fuck is this lady? You know, they never addressed any of that. The only they just thing left it as is. Yeah, they did. They just left it hanging. Like the only thing that mm-hmm. I came up with was, um, because there's a couple of scenes when they're when they're taking the mother to the hospital and it flashes to his face. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that dude is maybe in his fifties. Yeah, exactly. He looks really yeah, yeah. young. So yeah. unless the original Leatherface, I mean, again, it's been 50 years that's happened that this family's mm-hmm. been around. Unless the original mm-hmm. Leatherface and most of the original family died, and this, let's say, let's call him Leatherface 2.0, actually was mm-hmm. adopted by the mm-hmm. Sawyers mm-hmm. from that orphanage somehow, and that's why we have mm-hmm. such a young Leatherface running around. Mm-hmm. Like, like That's the only thing that makes sense to me. Because, like you yeah. said, mm-hmm. none of the clan is mentioned. None of the clan is even seen. We finally mm-hmm. see the farmhouse in the after-credit scene, mm-hmm. and going from the pictures, this lady damn near raised him right in the orphanage. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I doubt that they're throwing away all all the the all the canon stuff from the original film. The only thing mm-hmm. that I can figure out is that. Somewhere, in, excuse me. Somewhere in the past fifty years, mm-hmm. this kid, for one way or one way or another, was adopted by the Sawyers, mm-hmm. and he he essentially became Leatherface two point because he's way too young. And I yeah. don't know if you noticed, he doesn't have a fucking limp. Right. Yeah. 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 And that and that was um how Sally left him was that he had a limp because yeah. he cut himself at the end of the original. They didn't even bother to address that, which is something that's amazing about the new Halloween movies because they do address a lot of that. Like if you look at at uh, Michael's mask, yeah, he has the the fucking needle that um where uh, Jamie yeah. Lee uh, stabbed him. Yeah, in the original movie, when yeah. Laurie stabbed him in the original movie in the neck, that fucking uh that needle point is still there. Yeah, and they didn't do any of that with this one. That's why it's so disappointing. And then getting into Sally. You know, the final girl. Yeah. Holy shit. What a fuck up that was, man. I was, I'm like you. I don't understand what the hell they were thinking or if they thought nobody would notice that they were copying Halloween 2018, but they did a really bad job at it, too. Because yeah. one, Sally Hardesting at the end of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, she wouldn't have come back. There's no way in fucking hell that this chick would ever turn into a Texas Ranger. And start hunting down Leatherface, just Leatherface, nobody else, mind you, just right. him. And um, and like do that as her life goal. She at the end of that movie was definitely different than uh, than uh, Jamie, yes, or any other character, even Tommy for Jason. Right, you know, she was on that other end where it was like she's just happy to be alive. 
you could see that in her laughing like hysterically like holy shit like i did it like i got out of there i'm alive you know yeah you you could see that in her face but in this one she's like this hardcore badass who's like trying to hunt him down you know she even calls him Leatherface, which I thought was really weird. I was like, what the fuck? Like, who, who told you his name was Leatherface? <laughs> yeah, where did that come you know? from? Yeah, where did that come from? I was like, where did that? Why did she call him that? You know, Leatherface, it's him. And I was like, no, 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 no. You wouldn't even be here, but you definitely wouldn't call him that. Yeah. You know? And then, yeah, she, to make matters worse, they pull the Halloween kills. Yeah. Where she goes into the house. He's sitting there on his own. And and she's like, do you remember me? And she can tell that he doesn't give a shit about her. Like, he doesn't remember her and he doesn't care, you know? Which is like, I thought that was cool for Michael and Lori. Yeah. But it was only because Lori, I mean, they actually kind of wasted that opportunity a little too. But Lori would have reacted very hard about right. that. Because she would think that she was special. Right. You know, for escaping this guy, this this boogeyman that basically has been killing everyone, you know, and he she avoided him. She fought back. She got him, you know, and she's been training her whole life just to find out that she wasted her life because this dude doesn't give a fuck about her. He's not coming for her. He doesn't care about her. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Whereas with this dude, I would already assume that he didn't give a fuck about her. He he never would have thought twice about her. He was just pissed that she got away, but he would never be like. That was like my life's ambition was finding you again. Now it that, didn't make any sense. That goes back to my my little theory. Did he not give mm-hmm. a fuck about her, or did he not know who she was because he wasn't the one? That's a good theory. Yeah, I mean that's a theory. I I assumed it a little bit too. I I did kind of I mentioned that to my fiance. I was like, is that is that maybe like another person? Is this like you know Junior or something like that? I don't know. It seemed kind of stupid to do that, though. It's like, well, why not just call it something else then? Yeah. Or why, if you're going to do that, then technically haven't you already done that with Leatherface, the 2017 movie? True. Because that movie was uh, – well, yeah, uh, I don't know. Well, you said you hadn't seen that one, right? I, I know of it, but I, I never watched it. Okay. Okay. Well, in that one, it's basically just a uh, prequel mm-hmm. to Leatherface. In that one, he gets taken by the police and into custody um, – child services uh-huh. at a very very young age we're talking five six seven something like that oh, right wow. yeah so yeah he's being raised in the system for years and years i mean we're talking like at least 20 years has gone by now this dude is in the system and now we don't know who he is because he was a young boy now it's you know men some dudes talk there's this one really big dude who's in there and he doesn't talk at all so you can kind of assume it's him yeah but that's kind of the point of the of the uh, movie is that you're supposed to kind of figure out who of these dudes is going to turn into Leatherface and how does he turn into him and what happens you know does he, how did he get his memory back and shit like that. It was an interesting concept. It was really gore heavy, which is why I liked it. But mm-hmm. again, not a very good you know cha- uh, chainsaw massacre movie. But uh, I digress. Uh, with with him, that's the thing though. Is that if you're going to do a junior, right. then you should have addressed that he was junior, not the original Leatherface, you yeah. know? Yeah. But they, they almost seemed like they were trying to, you know, play us like we were stupid. Kind of like the original. Uh, no, not the original. Sorry. The uh, what is that one called? I think that one's just called Texas Chainsaw 3D. Yes. The one that, that, that's one supposed out, like, to be a direct sequel, right? 
Yeah, uh, so they've done this before. They they did that in 2013. That one's just called Texas Chainsaw 3D. And in that one, they make the implication. That one, actually, I got to give them respect for the first five to ten minutes because in that one, it takes place directly when Sally escapes and then the sheriffs show up, right. like in droves. And then so does um, the people of the town. And, like, I didn't even know that these fuckers knew that this was happening, but they seemed annoyed by it. They were like, we heard what happened, and now we're going to fucking kill all these dudes. And in the house, in the farmhouse where all this went down, we have, like, a shit ton of Sawyers in there. Like, everybody. We even have a cameo from Gunnar Hansen, oh, who's shit. sitting there, not playing Leatherface, though. He's, uh, he's playing uh, another one of uh, his relatives. Yeah. And uh, we have uh, Chop Top. Who's Bill Mosley? Oh, he, Bill Mosley. Uh, yeah, he. Well, again, just the five ten minutes though. That's why it was so exciting. It's like holy shit! Like Bill Mosley's there, and I'm assuming he was playing uh, Drayton because uh, that he was kind of giving that implication where he was the boss. He was the one talking to the sheriff, and he was the one talking to the whole family because there was a lot of them. Oh, you no, know? and that that looked really cool. And only Leatherface escapes, whereas everyone else dies. But the stupid part about that movie is though. That movie takes place in 1974. Then it shoots ahead to years later. There was a baby that gets taken in that movie yeah. from one of the Sawyers, right. uh, one of the yeah, one of the vigilante uh, uh, Texans that were there that killed um, the family. Yeah, they take a baby from the mother, one of the Sawyers that died, right. and raise it as their own. Shoot to the future. Now we're in 2013. This girl is played by uh, Alexandra Daddario. Yes. Uh, so anybody who doesn't know her, look her up. But she's a very young girl. She's not 50 years old, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and you're like, oh, wait, hold on. The, the math doesn't doesn't add up here. Like, this was, in 20, this was in 1974. Now we're in 2013. She would be 50 to 60 years old. And <laughs> she's like a young-ass girl, like 20. Like that doesn't make any sense, you know. And they're playing this like we're stupid, and I think they do that a lot in these in these um, movies. I don't know why though. <laughs> oh and man, I, I'm that's, like, that's the people meat diet again. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, well, I mean, I guess if they were feeding her from like infancy, then, and, <laughs> but but they didn't keep that going when she went to this new family. So I don't know what the fuck that was about, but. Oh, it is man. one of those hilarious things that you'll see if you look it up online on YouTube or something. Yeah. Everyone talks about that. It's like the that continuity was fucked beyond all belief because there's no way in hell this young-ass 20-year-old is that baby that's from so 1974. That is so funny, yeah. dude. That's fucking hilarious, dude. And, uh, yeah, yeah. so they, they've done that again in this one where he's – a younger dude, quite obviously, like, in his 50s, even mm -hmm. though he would be 80. Yeah. And Sally shows up, and she starts to fight him, even though that's not anything that what Sally would do, right. just for her to get killed almost instantly. Yeah. In probably the most disrespectful way that I would ever expect that somebody would kill a legacy character from a, from a slasher franchise. Right, right. You know? The only, the only more fucked up thing would be in Halloween Resurrection, when Michael killed Lori in the first 10 minutes. Like that. But that you, disrespect. You know what, though? Mm -hmm. with, with Lori getting killed at the beginning of Resurrection. So I own Resurrection on DVD and mm -hmm. only watched the first 15 minutes of it. Um, oh, shit. <laughs> it's such a horrible fucking movie. Um, right. It almost... 
feels like a, a it's a continuation to to h2o and before we had 2018 it was the best that there was at the time um right to me it was like oh shit he finally got her he finally got her he took her out she essentially mm-hmm. killed herself by dropping letting herself go mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. he didn't really have the satisfaction of killing her but mm-hmm. with this one it's like damn dude there was no purpose to bringing her back really yeah yeah, it, it was almost as if they just did it just to kill the character, you know, which at least in I'll give that I'll give Halloween Resurrection credit where credit's due then in that one. She came back with the purpose of dying. Yes. You know, she did say that because they were like, yeah, we want to make another one, even though they promised her that H2O would be the last one. Yeah. And she was all like, no, fuck that shit. Like, kill me. Kill me like immediately into the movie because I don't want to be in it. Yeah. So they were like, fair is fair. We'll kill you. We'll start a whole new continuity, you know, a whole new thing going on for him. So fair. But with Sally, it was like, why even bring her back? Yeah. You know, and if anything, why not use her in a different way? Like, I feel like for Sally, she would be this traumatized girl, you know, like an older lady who was traumatized from everything that she had witnessed from that day. There's there's really no getting over something like that. That's really hard. Yeah. And I would expect that maybe what would happen is that they would have gone to her to ask her questions, you know, to find out what what was it? Like, what happened? Who were these people? You know, who were your uh, your friends and all this, you know? Right. And she would have explained what happened and kind of explained the lore to them. Right. That's what I was expecting. But for her to just come out, shoot him a couple times, get killed, give them a chainsaw, which I thought was really, uh, I mean, a shotgun, but I thought it was really stupid, too, was that, this dude picks this lady up with his chainsaw, is like fucking keeping it revving while killing her, like in the air, throws her ass on the ground hard, and she's still talking. That and still me. able to give them a shotgun. <laughs> that made no fucking sense. I was like, that's not how anatomy works. Not at all, bro. I would be dead. <laughs> you know, I would have been dead up there, like on the fucking chainsaw. I would have been like, well, that's it. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm gone. You know, but she's a small person, you know, like that shit. I'm surprised it didn't like cut her all the way through, like to from from the stomach where she got impaled and picked up. I would imagine that your body would slide down so that the blade would keep going up. So through her face. But I imagine they didn't do that because they would have thought it's like even more disrespectful to kill her like that. But again, I think it was already fucked up to begin with. You might as well have just done that. Yeah. If you're going to do it, do it right. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and then to end it all, the the um the ending of the film mm-hmm. again, really stupid. I really, really didn't like it. So the the two sisters, the two main characters of the movie, they successfully get the chainsaw from Leatherface, they uppercut him with it, knocking him into a pool of water. He sinks down, which I thought was a cool, kind of cool image. And then right then and there it did kind of look like the original pretty girl uh Leatherface uh uh, face that he was wearing at the yeah. end of the original. Yeah. And then they get into their car. They get into uh, their uh, Tesla right. and they put auto drive, which already I'm like, listen, man, even if you just think that he's fucking dead, if you just seem like you killed him, I'm not putting fucking auto drive. I'm going to drive this motherfucker on my own and take off, yeah. you know, but they're like joking. Like if, oh shit, that was crazy, wasn't it? You know, like that. They're joking <laughs> around like it's nothing bad happened. And then all of a sudden, the final jump scare, Leatherface it emerges, still alive. I don't know how. Drags the sister out of the car. 
and uh decapitates her. And yeah. then he um the other sister is still in the Tesla driving on its own. She's watching from the from the top. From the top. You know, and she's like yelling. <laughs> and she's yelling and oh like, you know, sad. Right. And I'm like, what the fuck? And he starts doing his iconic chainsaw dance with the girl's head. In his and hand. then it just ends. That shit was priceless. <laughs> Dude, I was like, this is not even like this wasn't worth the price of admission, so I'm glad that it was on Netflix, but <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Like, you couldn't have fucked this up any more if you would have tried. Oh, my God. You're absolutely right, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, man, as a, as a Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie, it is definitely my least favorite now. But yeah. as a horror fan who likes even the dumbest horror movies, I would definitely watch this movie again. You know, yeah, with you saying that, I feel like it's one of those films you you can have on in the background. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're having like uh, other buddies that enjoy horror where you can just sit there and talk shit. Um, it's got yeah. some really dope kills. Um, yep. Whoever did the special effects on this film, fucking A pluses all the way through because they, as stupid as a lot of the shit was, the kills were on point. Yeah, that was true. That's like the the number one praise it's been getting is that it is a super awesome gore heavy movie, and the uh, the the special effects for the gore is pretty cool. I'll yeah, admit. yeah, because even even yeah. that final the final kill when he kills the decapitates the curly haired girl, I watched it a couple yeah. of times, and you right as he goes through the neck, the body does this that twitch that twitch you do when you. I mean, not that I've ever decapitated anybody, but. Like, <laughs> you know it does this twitch <laughs> even as it collapses. And I was like, damn, they actually right. paid attention to detail. Um, and it yeah. wasn't like a clean cut. The cut didn't look, you know, horribly CGI'd where it looked superimposed. Mm-hmm. It, it looked mm-hmm. fucked up like it should have been. Um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah big praises to, to the special effects crew behind the film. Um, mm-hmm. Wish you guys would have been in, in, in a more amazing film. Hopefully, in the future, you guys are doing doper shit i really have to look into who what who it was behind the special effects because man kudos to them yeah absolutely yeah no and i'm sure they will because um that like uh like we said though this movie is it's fun to watch it's definitely i would just give it that it's a fun horror movie to watch if you just don't care you know if you just don't care and it's just whatever for you and you want to watch like a, a fucked up hardcore horror movie something like that this is fine. You can totally watch that and you'll you'll get what you want from that. But as fans like us who well, um, because you're you're not huge on the Texas Chainsaw Massacre fandom, but I'm pretty big on it. Yeah. So for me, it was a huge disappointment, man. And yeah, it was even more disappointing that they kind of leave you more confused than when you started the movie yeah. because nothing makes sense. And and I think they did that intentionally to not make sense. Like they were trying to play us for stupid, or they just thought we were stupid people who, who didn't care, you know? Yeah, I, I don't know. I really don't know what they were what they were aiming for. If uh, this is supposed to be like an intro to something bigger, if so, uh, they didn't leave a big enough carrot to dangle for us to. Not at all. Just... I I have no idea where they can go with the sequel. I mean, uh, like we mentioned, the post credit scene shows that he's making his way to the house from the original movie. Yeah. And uh, I I don't know what what is he gonna do there if they made a sequel. Is like why would he be there? Who's there? Is there anybody 
Any family members still there? I'll know? tell or, you who's there. Dennis just, Hopper's there. Dennis Hopper's there waiting for Oh, my for God. <laughs> now, that shit, I would pay to fucking see that. If you, if Dennis Hopper was actually alive or, if they, or not even that, but if they just got some dude to play Dennis Hopper's character from the second one, yeah. that would be the coolest fucking thing. <laughs> That's the sequel I, I want to see. see that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been so fucking cool, man. I would love to fucking see that. But again, I really doubt that we're getting a sequel. This movie did not do very well. It was on Netflix. Everybody and their mother saw it this weekend. I don't know if that matters at all. Uh, uh, I don't. They I, definitely, I, they definitely yeah. measure the uh, the amount of views that it gets. Um, I'm not sure how that mm-hmm. transfers to actual uh, mm-hmm. profit. Okay. So I don't know. I mean, well, the numbers should be coming in soon. I'm curious as to see how many people actually watched it. Uh huh. So yeah, what? I I don't know because yeah, even so, even if it even if it does uh, merit a sequel, it's almost as if like, what are you gonna do now? You know. And on top of that shit, it's like there's really not much story to tell now. I mean, you killed off the the only legacy character, and now. You don't yeah. have any of his other people. They didn't really leave themselves open to uh, to a sequel, really. They didn't. They they wrote themselves into a corner. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, they really did. Yeah, most people are not very happy about it. Um, the the real G like um, you know, Texas Chainsaw people, they're really not happy about this one. Yeah, yeah. Sadly, hopefully the next time around, yeah. folks, uh, we get a better film. We get a a superior film. But uh, we'll have to wait and see. See what happens. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. So with that, we're wrapping up our Texas Chainsaw Massacre review. If you guys saw it, let us know what you think. Uh, you have Oscar's opinion. You have my opinion. Again, fuck this movie. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> Oscar, let the fans know where they can find you. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram under uh, cookie underscore mon 92, or you can look me up through my name on Facebook. Awesome, awesome. And you can get in contact with me on Instagram, rotten underscore celluloid. Any questions you have, any recommendations, please hit us up. And um, yeah, this was fun. This was fun. Yeah. Um, hopefully the next really review, fun, bro. We, can, we can do a, a, <laughs> a, a better, better one. film. <laughs> a, better, a better movie. <laughs> yeah um absolutely so with that being said folks thank you for joining us and as always stay spooky stay spooky